Today on CityCast Boise, I'm talking with woodworking expert Alex Jangard about the joys of building your own stuff. He's the owner of the new Boise Maker Shop. We talk building community within the building community, how you can get started in woodworking with zero experience, and which of his projects is his favorite. It's Monday, January 30th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Hi, Alex. Thanks so much for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. I was stopped by the maker shop the other day with my husband, which, oh my gosh, he's a woodworker, kid in a candy store. (laughs) He could not get enough of it in there. He's so excited that you started this. So let's just start with that. What is your background? When did you start making things? Yeah, so I grew up uh, very blue collar, so I was making things my whole life. But woodworking, I started a, a custom furniture company in probably 2014, late 2014 uh, in my garage. Gradually, I went from a one-car garage to a two-car garage to a finally a three-car garage. And we were building custom tables, and uh, and now we've started a maker shop. Were you into this as a kid? Was this? Were you always like, my kids are always taking apart things, so they're more like demolishers, but were you always a builder? I grew up in a small rural island community in Washington, uh, the San Juan Islands. Oh, cool. So, um, parts, if we didn't have things in stock, we just kind of made it work. So making things from here to there or, or fixing something as best we could, that was typically how we rolled. And so you sold this table company and then how did this get started? What made you want to help other people get into woodworking and making? So it's a huge problem actually. And, and it's hard to quantify in terms of dollars or the number of people, but a typical wood shop usually is like 25 to $50,000 of tool, just tools, uh, not the rent in your space, a proper setup. I mean, for safety and for quality of work is, is around that range. Running a company out of my garage, I would either have budget and no space, or I would really need something and I would never have the, the budget for it. And I experienced it firsthand I made a lot of sketchy cuts. Thankfully, I have all my fingers, um, <laughs> you know, but but I understand that firsthand. And so there's so many people in our very blue collared area that have similar issues. Like, man, I have a few tools or I'm getting into it and it's kind of in my space and I have to pull the car out. I have a business partner in this, uh, this venture. And so when it, it was a very good timing thing, and we started the, the remodel of our space, uh, which is a 7,000 square foot space in May of 22. And then it took until about October until we were able to finally open. So, um, yeah, it was bred out of a, a need for the right, the right setup and the right tools. <laughs> Do you think Boise sort of uniquely needed something like this? I, th- I was thinking like after COVID, you know, we've been talking so much on the show about the need for like spaces for people to meet that aren't necessarily bars, you know? Do you feel like this Boise needed something like this? Yeah, absolutely. That's a huge part of our business that we're exploring and growing. We already have companies that are scheduling private events in our space. And it's also, like you just said, it's makers that meet up as well. So yes, it's cool to go and get a beer or a drink or something and chat about the things you're making. But to come into a space where you can say, wow, this is this is really cool. Um, like we could use this tool or maybe you work together or you have a coach work on something. I think this community, there's very resourceful, very handy people here in town. And so with a space like this and access to tools in one, 
it is a unique way for people to, to meet and talk about things and then solve that problem of not having the right tool or, uh, or the skills too. Yeah, I feel like I should say I'm talking to you in the shop right now. So people might hear, you know, people using tools in the background. It's a little noisy there, which is great. But what do people make in your shop? Give me some examples. Like what are people working on? So it can be as simple as a bowl. Um, There's a tool called a lathe that you turn. So turning is like a type of woodworking. And then they're making all the way up to these large live edge dining tables. Uh, People can can do a full breadth of things from different mediums as well. So we offer an epoxy, we have like an epoxy room where you can pour epoxy and make those river tables. What has the response been from the community so far? When I came in the other day to look around, it was a weekday and I kind of thought it would be just you in there and it was busy. There were a ton of people. Yeah, each day is different. There's people have different schedules and time off or, or what have you. And so we're open seven days a week uh, and open till about 7 p.m. every day. So. I mean, in terms of just having the community come in and and just tour the space and then they sign up, uh, we are growing. It's awesome. We haven't really had any capacity issues of people waiting in line. We got plenty of space to do that. And there's regular maintenance that happens. I mean, tools are getting used. And so that's exciting because we have to, you know, maintain these things. And that's one less thing for people to do in their own shop as we take care of that for them. So what if somebody comes in and they don't know how to use, you said you do classes, but what if somebody just comes in, they pay for a couple hours, they have one thing they want to try, but they don't know how to use the tools. Like, do you offer training kind of in the moment? Yeah. So we have free power tool and safety training with all of our, you know, whether it's a day pass or even we have a two hour one tool rental. So if there's a tool that someone hasn't used, then we go over that and tell you how to use it. Um, We have a, a sort of informal right now like training. So it's, it's one-on-one with one of our staff members. We go over the project you're working on, and then we help you feel confident in that tool, especially if you've never used one before. You said you offer like group corporate stuff, but what about if somebody like wanted to do a date night? Could somebody come and do that? Absolutely. So a couple classic, if you go on our website and you go to the classes tab, it'll bring up a full schedule and we're going to label a few classes as date night. So whether it's a wine bottle stopper that you want to make uh, or an ice cream scooper or something smaller like that. It is such a cool, unique, different way to have a good, you know, outing with someone. This gets you a, a fun experience that changes it up and you leave with something, which is, which is fun. And people just have this like natural desire to make something and what a cool way to experience that spark some, you know, just creative juices. And, and then you, you leave with something that you're stoked on. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who like wants to get into building things and wants to get into making, but like maybe they feel like they don't have the experience or the skill because it can be kind of overwhelming in the beginning to get into something like this? Absolutely. I think intimidation is, is a very real thing for a lot of different people. And so that's what we try and offset that with is we have free training that's included. So whether that is, you know, the basic operation and, and general use of the tools or think of a personal trainer in weightlifting, uh, we have coaching for tools. Um, so we have that option by the hour as well that you can hire somebody to train you on these or whether it's like, hey, I really want to build my first table and I have no idea where to start. That's where our community comes into play is you can just have access to knowledge and skills and then the tools and also the space. So what I would say to someone who is a little hesitant at first is this is the place where you can just come in and visit it first. You can come check it out get a vibe for what's going on, and then you can go and think about it. Or you just visit our website and see the things that are going on. 
um, visit our Instagram and social and just kind of get, again, that inspiration flowing. And then just come by and start talking to our staff. Our staff's super helpful. Uh, we're all trained. We're all makers too. We get excited about the things you're working on. That's really what I felt when I was there was such a fun sense of community, just a bunch of people talking and sharing. And and you said that they have space like locker space where people where people can leave their project. You don't have to haul it back and forth, which is really nice. And that's what I saw was like a really fun sense of community down there. Yeah. Well, having the space for I mean, projects never take as long as you think they should. They take longer. <laughs> so uh, if it's like, hey, we're closing in a little bit and they're like, okay, I just need 10 more minutes. It's like, well. I, if it's snowing out, you know, Boise sometimes has weather like that, or maybe it's super hot. We have places you can store things overnight, temporarily, for the week, for your month. We have monthly members that are here every day, and they treat this as their shop. So whether you're an introductory, never touched a hammer, to a full-blown craftsperson, you know, we can make things work here for you. Do you have any fun upcoming events coming up? Like I saw that you're doing a tea box class. That looks really cool. Yeah, one of our, our one of our employees is teaching a simple box. It's called a continuous grain wrap. So you can follow the grain that wraps around the outside, um, and it's it's for you know tea supplies. Uh, so that's quite fun. Uh, that's coming up February eighth or 9th, If you look on our class schedule, many of our classes are about three hours long. So that's a fun uh, class. There's also things like intro to woodworking, where you leave with a basic coat rack. You you go over how to pick wood, how to look at it, different kinds of species, and then a few basic tools. And then if you are a little more um, into the woodworking thing, we expose you know new tech. So there's a tool, um, I'll call it the Tesla of routers. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's a very high-end piece of equipment that does amazing things and you just get to ex- you know exposure to it. The events that are coming up in April, there's a big, this is a huge deal. So there's this thing, um, called, called Idaho Artistry in Wood. And what we're going to try and plan between now, we haven't really, this is kind of the first, the uh, the sneak peek is we would love to have maker meetups and just community meetups before that because it's an entire statewide event where there's people that submit projects. It'll be downtown at the Jump facility. So before that, we'd love to host a place, bring in a brewery and, you know, just unplug all the machines <laughs> uh, and then just have a, a maker meetup. It'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'm yeah. sure you will see my husband there. <laughs> it's positive. Yeah, please come. It'd be great. <laughs> um, so tell me for you, what is the favorite thing that you've ever built? Uh, man, that is a good question. The favorite thing I've ever built. So I cut out a little ornament sized Idaho uh, as like a rear view mirror hanger. And my kids painted it. So oh. that uh, it hangs in my truck and I see it every day. I mean, how cool is it that we made something together? They painted it. They were like two and three at the time. So it's literally like four brush strokes. Oh. You know? <laughs> That's very sweet. Oh, well, uh, spouses everywhere, thank you for helping us park in our own garages and, <laughs> and keep yeah. the routers at your shop, <laughs> not ours. Yeah. We really yes. appreciate you. And yeah. I can't wait to see what you build. And I can't wait to see this thing in April that you're doing. Alex, thank you yeah. so much for talking to us today. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And one more thing before we sign off. The Idaho Statesman reports that Boise police officer Kip Paparello shot and killed 32-year-old Eli Nash outside a Meridian restaurant on Monday. Nash was wanted on parole violations after serving three years for two felonies. Paparello shot Nash after he allegedly produced a gun. 
The police officer also shot and injured another person in Boise just a couple months ago. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Bye. Bye.